It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is November 7th, 2017. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. As always, my co-host, Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary. And as always, it's great to be with you. Well, thank you, sir. You know, Bill and I decided that the whole month of November is Veterans Day. Is that right, Bill? Yeah, <laughs> Not just one day. <laughs> All right. You know, there are a lot of events going on, and we want to take our t- take the time to tell you a little bit of the news uh, articles that Bill ran across. And also, let just remind you, we do have in our news section on the website, on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com, you'll see events going on that are all month, all month long. Okay. I also want to share with you that I had a chance to talk to a couple of great people. Heather Freebie, she's the public affairs officer from the VA Medical Center at Lake Nona, Florida, and Commander Dennis Baker, president of the Florida Veterans Foundation. And we're going to keep, they're going to keep me informed and us informed on the important things that our veterans and military families within the VA system in the state of Florida uh, foundations uh, have news you know, about the foundation, especially if you're interested in your organization, they're somebody that uh, can help out for sure. Okay. Drop us an email if you're interested in getting news posted on our site, and you can contact us at info at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Now, Bill, I know you usually have some a uh, couple articles for us, and but for some reason this thing keeps rolling in my head. It's called presumptive. Uh, <laughs> any news on that? Well, yes, presumptive conditions, Gary, related back to uh, Vietnam and exposure to Agent Orange. Uh, you know, back in uh, August, we, uh, we announced that we had received word that uh, uh, after an 18-month uh, uh, study and review by the Department of Veterans Affairs that the uh, Secretary was going to make an announcement on uh, November 1st of uh, this year, 2017, that uh, to further explore adding ailments to the list of compensable conditions that the VA presumes were caused by exposure to Agent Orange and other herbicides used during the Vietnam War. Now, this presumption goes through to, to the point that if you have had boots on the ground in Vietnam that, uh, and, and you were exposed to Agent Orange, that certain kinds of conditions uh, medically related that uh, could have come about that. Well, the, 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 the Secretary has decided to, uh, to uh, 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 not uh, announce any movement in this. Uh, uh, in this decision, Gary, is, uh, is going to disappoint uh, thousands of aging veterans who served in Vietnam with bladder cancer, hypothyroidism, Parkinson-like uh, tremors, hypertensions, uh, uh, because there was the expectation that the study had been in place and that the secretary would have affirmatively moved to, uh, uh, to add those uh, for consideration for service-connected disabilities that veterans uh, would be able to apply for. So instead, the, the, the secretary now says he, uh, he's going to delay this and he's going to have further study. Uh, he didn't inca- in- indicate what the further study would include, but I think it's clearly obvious that these conditions are worth uh, consideration for being included. And remember, our Vietnam veterans, like all of our veterans, are aging now, and the longer this situation waits, it uh, is not good for them. That's true. Very true. But it takes 50 years, huh? Hopefully they can get research done a lot quicker. 
Well, we certainly hope so. All right. You have another article for us? Well, uh, Gary, uh, uh, as you mentioned, uh, with Veterans Day is coming up this uh, this Saturday, uh, and we're on the eve, the one year eve of a hundred years of where Veterans Day actually started with at the end of uh, World War One, at the uh, signing of the Armistice in uh, Versailles, just outside of uh, Paris. At the 11th hour, on the 11th day, on the 11th month, uh, in 1918, this armistice was signed to end the war, which was known as the Great War, the war to end all wars. And Gary, somehow, some way, somehow, uh, the world didn't get that uh, email or announcement. Again, the war <laughs> to end all wars. You can think about from the end of of World War One to the present, the kinds of conflicts and wars that we've been involved in. So, in uh, 1954, uh, President Dwight D. Eisenhower at that time changed the Armistice Day celebration uh, to Veterans Day to include all of our men and women who have served this great nation uh, to be uh, recognized, our living members who've served the country. So we've sent out a tremendous amount of uh, notices in terms of uh, good things, in terms of freebies and discounts to our veterans around the country to be able to uh, participate and enjoy during the month of uh, uh, November. But uh, getting back to this decision on the uh, secretary's part, Gary, that is a, uh, a, to say the least, a disappointment for all of our veterans. It sure is. It sure is. Hopefully that can be straightened out real quick. Well, thank you. Certainly hope so. Yeah. Well, thank you, Bill. Uh, Let's get on with our guest, Bill. You have the honor of introducing our guest today. And Gary, indeed, it is an honor. We have with us again Andrew Marr who serves as the President and Chief Executive Officer of the Warrior Angels Foundation. Now, Andrew transitioned from the Army due to injuries received in combat. Andrew enlisted in the service after graduating college to serve God and country and to fight evil, kill as many of the enemy as possible. Andrew spent his career as a Special Forces Green Beret, He suffered multiple traumatic brain injuries, serving as an explosive breacher and being in and around countless explosions on numerous deployments. Andrew's trials and tribulations have been a true awakening to what life is like with a brain injury. The state of military health care and the shameful behavior and treatment that many of our warriors endure. Andrew has the greatest respect for all who serve in encompassing our U.S. Armed Forces, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical technicians, and all other government agency warriors. Gary, I guess we can uh, include them up in one phrase as those uh, the first responders. That's it correct. Is Andrew's purpose to provide no cost to traumatic brain injury treatment options to all these selfless warriors. Andrew Marr, welcome again to the American Heroes Network. Bill, welcome, thank Andrew. you for that. And Gary, thank you for having me on. It's a true honor. And I think what we're all about here is solutions. And I'm excited and honored to talk about some with you guys today. Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. Now, Andrew, uh, this is your your second time. I want to welcome you back personally, and and uh, you always deliver a pretty powerful message when, when you help somebody that has the TBI or PTSD. Uh, I know this is a pretty broad question, but uh, tell our listeners what led you to develop the protocols uh, that are running, that are actually turning the TBI and PTSD symptoms around. 
Well, that's a great question, Gary, and uh, I'll get into the, the doctor here that has the, been the one to develop it. But as a result uh, of my service, uh, multiple deployments, like Bill said, in special forces, being an explosive breacher, that job responsibility had me in and around countless explosions. I never, uh, I, I take that back, I was only knocked unconscious one time in combat, and it was brief. And when I came to, bullets started whizzing by and rocket propelled grenades were coming in and we were uh, dropping fire. So it became uh, incredibly clear that we were in the middle of a firefight and I just went right back into muscle memory. I didn't really have to think that much of it as a result of years of training and preparing for that. But it wasn't until, uh, Gary and Bill, about six months after I returned from my last appointment that I started having issues and problems. And these issues and problems had never uh, manifested in my life uh, prior to this point. And it initially started with just an extreme amount of fatigue and not just waking up and being a little bit tired, but all of a sudden going from this high performer in situations of life and death where I didn't even have the energy to get out of bed, which struck me as odd. Uh, going from one end of the spectrum to the other in such a short amount of time. The next thing that happened was uh, I lost all uh, libido. And this is at that time, I'm a 32-year-old, you know, young, healthy male, which that had never, uh, ever been anything that was a problem in my life. So those two areas just struck me as odd. But on our last trip in Afghanistan, we pushed really hard. And it was an emotionally and physically taxing deployment. So I just figured that my body was going to need to take some time to get back online. But the problem was that with time, things only began to get worse as opposed to get better. So then I started to have physical problems. I started to have uh, blurry vision every day that went into double vision uh, with migraine headaches, developed balance issues where it became difficult to walk in a straight line, and then started developing what they would call behavioral uh, problems, started to become depressed. But here's the thing. I was doing the job that I felt I was put on this earth to do, a job that I loved, being around men that I loved. I was married and married to the woman of our dreams. We had the family of my dreams, but yet I find myself depressed without really having a reason to be depressed. Now, this is real things got really difficult because you start to think you're going crazy. And then I started to have anxiety attacks, panic attacks in public. And again, I was like, I, I could deal with very difficult situations in combat and life or death with bullets coming in and friends shot out and bleeding out next to me, remain calm and clear and make con- concise decisions. And now I'm having a difficult time just keeping it together and not have an uncontrollable crime spell in public. Again, unprovoked as far as I knew it. So cognitive issues from there, uh, Gary and Bill, uh, memory issues, like so bad driving home on a route that I had driven the last five years looking up and, and not just not knowing where I was, but having no idea how I got in the vehicle, having no idea... Um, what just happened prior to that. And again, these things start happening. You start thinking, I'm going insane. And so mm-hmm. I raised my hand to get help and uh, with people who really wanted to help me, but the medical model set up not to identify or treat the underlying condition. What I got, which was what so many of our veterans and service members have gotten and are getting is symptom management via medication and psychotherapy, which made my life drastically worse. So that was kind of the uh, downward spiral, Gary and Bill, that I went from being a high performer to somebody who woke up, found themselves on 13 different medications, was told to accept that this is the new you, take a pen and pad wherever you go, 32 rated disabilities by the VA, labeled 100% service-connected disabled, and life was going to be a challenge from here on out. And uh, we got to a point where we said, we're not going to accept that anymore. Right. 
Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to come back and start getting into, I know what you're talking about there, Andrew, uh, especially the amount of prescription drugs. Now, you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space in all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Andrew Marr, President and CEO for Warriors Angels Foundation. Now, as when we went on a break, I was mentioning to uh, Andrew that I've been in that situation. Uh, you know, I had a stop sign, and uh, was I going straight? Was I making a right turn or left turn? Tell us more about that, Andrew. Is that two things there, Gary? And one, it could just be that. Uh, we allowed our, our focus to go somewhere else, but with what you were talking about and what I was talking about, it sounds like it might be a little bit something uh, deeper than that. And so what uh, the science has shown is that when you have this process called neuroinflammation, you know, you can think of inflammation when you have like, you, you uh, twist your ankle and it swells up. Well, that swells up because there's chemicals in there that are being exposed in that area, and it's actually a very necessary process in the acute term. But there's a number of things that can make inflammation, uh, produce inflammation in the body and in the brain. And when we have this inflammation, and, we call, and the brain is called neuroinflammation, when you have this neuroinflammation, well, it's going to have this chemistry that should not be exposed in certain areas for extended periods of time. And when this happens, this uh, causes the brain not to be able to communicate to different portions of the brain correctly or as efficiently or as effectively as it has in the past or maybe when, when you didn't have a problem with this. And so as a result of a new, many different things, you could have this inflammation process there, and it's like uh, I have the name on the tip of my tongue, 
but I can't produce the word for it. Well, that's because in the brain at the neuron, we have thousands of different connections that make up these neural networks uh, at the synapse. Okay, and when you can't remember something, like or you have a partial memory, that's because we know that we store information and we store memories distributed out through these networks in the brain. So you might have a part of a memory, but the actual uh, vocabulary part of it is not being connected to that network right now. And that is a process of disinflammation or a shearing of that highway, so to speak, and now that that information is not reaching, that distributed network is no longer connected, and it manifests as, I can't remember the name for this, or which way was I supposed to go? And mm-hmm. and, and that is the process there, Gary and Bill. All right, all right. Bill? Well, Gary and Andy, is, is, uh, is, uh, is, uh, as I listen to Andy, I... I, I always fall back to this question that I have, and I, and, I, and, I, and I like to refer to it as a rhetorical question, is what is the cost of war in terms of human capital? That's putting, putting aside all the materials that are, are involved, but the operative word in terms of human capital. And what I'm hearing Andy talk about uh, today is that this may be one of those costs of war that uh, that uh, we have to deal with and we and we don't deal with. And Andy, I, 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 I my attention was drawn to the the book that you uh, have written. It's called "The Tales from the Blast Factory," and I think, uh, if I'm correctly, one of the things that prompted you uh, uh, to do this was about the prior care that you were, were, were receiving and you were, uh, weren't satisfied with that and you were looking for alternatives. How does that fit in terms of the cost, in terms of human capital and being able to provide what our veterans needs when we come to home and community and have these conditions? Well, a great question, great question Bill. And there is a new term in the scientific literature as a byproduct of these latest uh, conflicts, and it is called blast-induced neurotrauma. Now, it goes back to the literature. Uh, well, this, this has plagued warriors since the uh, construct of civilization, but it's in the American literature as far back as the Civil War. But we know uh, after World War One that when we were first uh, in close proximity to explosions, this is a new level of warfare the world had never seen before. And that was the precursor to blast-induced neurotrauma. And what that does is it causes these micro-tears in the brain. And a neuropathologist out of Walter Reed last year uh, just issued a paper on this in The Lancet, a prestigious medical journal, and he said after reviewing more than 40,000 post-mortem brains, they did a study. Now, it was only on 10 soldiers who died as a result of their blast-induced neurotrauma, but he said, I have found these new micro-tears in the gray and white matter of the brain that leads to these chemicals being displaced and it slowly erodes the brain when not managed or taken care of correctly. And he's like, here is the thing. I have, like I said, this is a completely new out of 40,000 postmodern brains that I've seen. I've never seen micro tears like these. He said, furthermore, this would directly lead to the manifestations of the psychological and cognitive deficits that are being labeled as post-traumatic stress disorder. He said, therefore, it is a real thing, but it is a continuum of this physical assault to the brain. So I know I said a lot there, Bill, but that is a, a quick overview of how, how the byproduct of war is taking a toll uh, on the human capital that has been asked to go and do these difficult things. And we wrote the book to 
to highlight that, but more importantly, to highlight solutions. And uh, I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah, and, and Andy, also, you know, if you take this a step further, uh, all of what you've said, which is, re- is remarkable, but the residual effects of that, and you mentioned earlier about your interaction with the family, your wife and your kids, and how this plays out along the line, again, that cost of war in terms of human capital. Also, including in now with, as you know, there's a lot of pain associated with this and what we're going through now with this crisis of opioids and being filled with uh, all of these different kinds of medications that's just raising havoc. Uh, so it's, it's, it's not just with us, but the residual effect of moving on the line, down the line, and impacting our families as, as we go on through life. Yeah, I would call it the, what we call second and third order effects. And, you know, that now is crossing generational boundaries um, that could have the potential to do lasting damage. And that's why it's important to really be able to identify what is the root cause, how can we fix the root cause, and then go about healing up these families and uh, these beautiful wives, husbands, and, and children, and, and, you know, mothers, fathers, brothers. It, you, like you said, Bill, we live in a, uh, a very unique time where not, nobody is on an island. You know, there is a network that where something happens to somebody, multiple people are affected. It's like the ripple effect uh, in our am- amazing communication age that we live in. So uh, the flip side of that point is if, if damage can also cause damage through the second and third generation, how much more can healing and turning things around and positivity do to improve second, third, fourth order effects? I'm going to say as good, if not greater. Now you were on, you were on a number of prescriptions, weren't you, when you first were treated? Yeah, correct. Yeah, it was on. Uh, like I said, at the highest point, 13, you know, and that was, uh, and this, this is, this story is not specific. It's not exclusive to me. This is very much the, the, the new veteran story of post 9-11 and, you know, anti, multiple antidepressants, uh, your maxed out dosage. So they go to one antidepressant, oh, it's not working, up the dosage, still not working, up the dosage, still not working, give them another one have anxiety, put them on anti-anxiety, it's not working, put them, uh, increase the dosage. I mean, you keep doing that one. Uh, incredible physical pain. Bill talked about it earlier. Put them on an opioid, still have pain, up the dosage. So now you're on these very mind-bending, powerful drugs with incredible side effects. And I found that myself and my family, Bill and Gary, were far off with the side effects that were produced from as a result of taking those drugs than we were before even starting. So it produces disastrous effects, and many times, unfortunately, so much so the veteran will see the damage that is being incurred unwittingly or unwillingly as a result of their injuries, and they choose to take their own life. And I have been closely associated to too many of those times and that's why we're excited to bring the book out, Tales from the Blast Factory, to highlight, again, solutions, solutions that solve complex problems. Right, All right. Well, Andrew, what are, what are uh, neurosteroids? So neurosteroids are, uh, your body and your brain produces hormones, and a hormone just simply means a system, a biological system in your body produces a chemical and it sends it to a different system in the body. But that's what a hormone is. It was not even known prior to 1986 that hormones were produced in the brain. A doctor out of Paris, France, named Dr. Bailu, discovered this. And what it means is that the brain produces these hormones that in real time can go to uh, repair damaged areas in the brain. That's one of the things that they're responsible for doing. 
So it goes to make sure, like, if there is damage, it can repair it, and the brain can heal itself, and we now know it can regenerate. So through a process called uh, neurogenesis and then neuroplasticity, the brain can heal itself, and it can make new uh, neuronal connections, which basically means that if you can go out and continue to learn new things all your life and reap massive benefits and rewards from that. But conversely, if that, cat, if that process is damaged via, through that process of neuroinflammation, well, then that's going to interrupt the production of those neurosteroids, which will also uh, have a downstream effect of the hormones produced in the body as well. So the body is a symphony. It is an amazing symphony. And if one thing is taken um, and, and is become deficient or insufficient in the area, well, it's going to have effects throughout the entire system. The uh, pharmaceutical pathways only work to try to work on one pathway or one system. And we now know that you can't do that because you have to treat the body as a whole. But that, in a real quick uh, overview, is, is the, the role neurosteroids play, Gary, in the, in the human body. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Andrew Marr, President and CEO for Warrior Angels Foundation. Now, Bill, you had a question? Yes, uh, Andy, please uh, explain to our listening audience, we've been talking about TBI, traumatic brain injury. Uh, Give us an explanation of what TBI is all about. Yeah, happy to do so, Bill. So the clinical signs of alteration in brain function, you know, is what we call a traumatic brain injury, and most of the traumatic brain injuries in the world are what we would call minor, in that there probably was not a loss of consciousness. But the clinical signs of it are this. Any period of a complete loss of or decreased uh, consciousness, any loss of memory related to the events occurring immediately before or immediately after the injury, 
neurological deficits such as muscle weakness, loss of balance, coordination, uh, disruption of vision, change in speech, uh, change in language, sensory loss, um, any alteration in, in the mental state at the time of the injury, confusion, disorientation, slow thinking, or difficulty with concentration. So if anybody ever played football growing up, and we used to call it getting your bell rung or seeing stars, well, by definition, that is a minor traumatic brain injury because that is causing a alteration in the normal functioning of the brain. But when you get more specifically into it, Bill, there are TBI is a two-phase injury. The first phase of that injury is the physical assault. Now, this does not. This has more of a wide-ranging uh, scenario than just combat. But it can be that phase one, that initial uh, assault to the brain, could be from a blast wave, from shooting repetitive gunfire, from a slip and a fall, deacceleration, acceleration, you're in a car, you get rear-ended, or even maybe one of these uh, high-speed roller coasters. There can be these uh, uh, environmental toxins and assaults on the brain that produce the same thing. Uh, we know like Agent Orange talked about her at the beginning of the show, Bill. Well, this can, that chemical can get into the body, get past, past the blunt brain barrier, produce inflammation, and now it's the same thing as taking a hit by a baseball to the side of the head. The consequence of that can produce the same thing. So that's phase one of the injury. Phase one, the physical assault to the brain. The phase two, this is the, this is the difficult part because it is silent and it goes unseen. It doesn't show up on any uh, advanced fMRI, MRI, PEC scan, spec scan, and so on. And that's because it is a... Um, it affects the chemistry of the brain and the body, and that is the neuroinflammation. And none of those scans, as of yet, can show the assault of inflammation in the brain. And this inflammation, when it goes on uh, chronically, more than you know, two to three months, it becomes a chronic condition. Now this starts to downregulate the hormones that are produced in the brain and the body the manifestation of that process that I just outlined is everything that we talked about with my symptoms at the beginning of the show. And again, my symptoms aren't special or exclusive to me. This is the symptoms that happens as a result of this two-phase injury. Furthermore, if you can't, if you don't have a proper process to identify that second phase of the injury, that uh, post-traumatic neuroinflammation and then uh, check the uh, specific hormones, well, you're never going to be able to identify, much less treat the problem. And here's where Dr. Gordon uh, of the Millennium Health Centers, which Warrior Angels Foundation uh, supports, makes all the difference in the world. So, Andrew, uh, I guess from what I just heard you say, the, 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 the most fundamental way of determining that this condition I- exists, uh, TBI, is by way of a brain scan? No, sir. It would be an objective lab analysis, so blood work. We can get blood work that's going to show us specific blood markers in the brain and the body bill that's going to show um, there is inflammation. Okay, we have specific blood markers that will show that. And then we can check the hormones. And there's specific ways that we can look in the body to make correlations um, saying, okay, this is as a result of head trauma. There is um, certain glands in the brain that produce certain chemicals. And if these chemicals are deficient, and then the testosterone, which is produced in the testicles, is also deficient. Well, this can only come as a byproduct if the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland not functioning correctly. So we can then deduce that this is a direct result from head trauma because otherwise that gland should be pushing out optimal uh, chemicals and, and hormones. So through this lab analysis, we can, we can, uh, we can find this. The advanced imaging we have today is phenomenal at looking at the structure of the brain, 
it can even follow certain uh, neurotransmitters and, uh, and light up blood being sent to certain parts of the brain. What the is not able to do as of yet is to identify this neuroinflammation in the brain in real time. And the only way to do that is a lab analysis, which when I found that out, it was, it was life-changing because it's objective. It's objective because when I was put on 13 medications, there was nothing objective about it. I was telling somebody my problems. They said, well, let's try this and let's try this. Nobody right. did it, made that decision off of an objective lab analysis on my unique physiology and biochemical individuality. So, Andy, how does one that's, uh, that's, uh, that's got this condition now get connected with the net network to be, uh, begin to get some care and observation to help uh, with this problem? Great question, Bill. We set up the Warrior Angels Foundation to do that. Um, there's 5 million traumatic brain injuries a year, and we realized that we wouldn't be able to raise the money to treat all of those ourselves. So what's more importantly is to disseminate this information and let people know that there is an alternative. Dr. Gordon, uh, through the Millennium Health Centers, has set up the Millennium Warrior Angels Foundation TBI Network where we've trained over 300 physicians in the last two and a half years to be certified in this level of care. You can go to Dr. Gordon's website, and that's uh, www.tbimedlegal.com, and you can look for a physician that is in your state and uh, locate them that way. You can also go to our website, that's waftbi.org, and we have a online uh, educational TBI library on there. It has tons of information to back up and support the things that I'm saying, and also allows you to find uh, care for yourself uh, as as well. Uh, in addition to that, Bill, we're starting to work with certain uh, factions of the military. Uh, we delivered a, uh, a program to uh, a SEAL team uh, earlier this year, and we're working with a actual special forces group. And so we're wanting to affect real change, and so we're starting to transition this level of care over into the military and in uh, and, and hopes of transitioning to the DOD and the VA completely. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, part of Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. 
If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Andrew Marr, President and CEO for Warrior Angels Foundation. Now, Andrew, about a year ago, I heard about an, uh, a procedure that I heard were successful with uh, uh, TBI, which was the hyperbaric oxygen therapy. I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, but uh, do you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah, hyperbaric oxygen treatment. And treatment. Uh, okay. I, I've heard the same thing, Gary. It's, uh, what they do is they put you in this tank uh, that's uh, pressurized, uh, at di- different atmospheres, and I'm sorry, and um, that process uh, usually they want to do it about 40 to 80 times. Uh, that process of hyperbaric oxygen treatment, HBOT therapy, are usually somewhere between 60 minutes to 120 minutes per session. So the some of the difficulties with this treatment is. It also is not covered uh, by TRICARE or a lot of these standard insurances and can be somewhere between 200 to to $1,000 per treatment. So that times 40 to 80 times could, could rack up some, uh, some serious cost there. What it does, the benefit of it, and it is beneficial, uh, is that it oxygenates every, everything in your body, all the liquid in your body, the blood, and, and everything else. And that has uh, incredible healing qualities to it. The real thing is, is it able to correct the neuroinflammation or the chronic inflammation in the body? Everybody's different, so I can't say yes or no, but I can tell, can tell you this, Gary and Bill. We've had several people come into the program, our program, and one was a, uh, a top uh, big wave surfer. I think at the time he had ridden the, the biggest uh, recorded wave in history, and uh, he had, had some, some brain injuries as well. And he had gone through uh, many of these uh, uh, other high-profile uh, programs, HBOT being one of them, and, and had little to no benefit from it. So by correctly identifying the things in the lab analysis that we told you about, we were able to uh, correct his neuroinflammation, replenish the hormones that he was no longer making, and guess what? He's returning to life, surfing, living a, a, a high-functioning life again. So there is merit to HBOT. Everybody is uniquely different, right. and we need different treatments, and we need to try different things. Uh, some of the things I talked about are some of the potential downsides that would stop the average per- person from being able to have access to, the, to that level of care. But if we can, if I would say, like, I think we should make our first level of defense, like making sure we can put the brain and body back into this neuropermissive environment where there's not chronic inflammation. And if there has been an imbalance in the hormones, we can balance those. What the scientific literature says what our evidence supports is that if you can do that, people get better. All right. Well, Andrew, how do how can our listeners help? Well, we are we have the book Tales from the Blast Factory. Uh, it's available through Amazon and anywhere books are sold. Uh, as far as the ebook, the physical book comes out in January of uh, 2018. And we feel that's a really good way that, that tells the, this story, this post-9-11 story. And more importantly, it highlights some, some real solutions. Uh, we've since sold the movie rights to that. We're putting a documentary in play first because the educational aspect of this is really what's most important to us is to disseminate this information and allow your listeners to know that there is an alternative to what they're being sold by Western medicine. That movie's called Quiet Explosion. It's got a two-time Emmy Award-winning director uh, that's directing that. We have some Academy Award winner on the support staff um, there, so we're really uh, excited about that. That's coming out in 2019. Dr. Gordon has developed some specific products to, uh, to treat our population that performed 
extremely well, and he since uh, brought those prob- uh, products public, uh, and those products directly support the Warrior Angels Foundation. So if you want to find more information about that, you can go to his website, which is dhpusa.com. That's dhp. USA.com. We are a 501c3. If anybody feels compelled to uh, invest in us and our mission, please do your due diligence on us and check our website out. And anybody has any questions or concerns, they can get in touch with me through through there. All right. Now, uh, again, what would you what would you like to share with our listeners specifically? In closing, I, I would like to I would like to share this that the. The human condition is suffering and loss. So when you look at it that way, that, that, that's not special to the individual. We all, we all endure that, and we will get rocked by the circumstances of life. That is a guarantee, and it's going to affect everybody differently in their own way. But when you break it down, Gary and Bill, what I found through my unique experience, hundreds of combat operations uh, being coming out on the other side of traumatic brain injury is this. You can control in life your attitude and your effort. And no matter what you do, you can make life worse or you can make life better depending on the attitude that you have and the amount of intelligent, focused effort that you can give. Because it's not about what you take. It's ultimately about what you give. And I found if you're having trouble and you get wrapped up in yourself, I know I was for a time, find a way to start serving somebody else. If you can do that, if you can work on having the best attitude you can have, if you can give your best, most intelligent, focused effort you begin to produce results that you thought were never possible. And I'm here to tell you my life is living proof it is possible. All right. Well, again, uh, it was a pleasure having you on the show, Andrew. Anytime you need our help advertising, let us know, and we'll be more than happy to do that for you. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. It's been and, an honor, Gary and Bill. And Bill? Well, Andrew, thank you so much for your committed and dedicated service to this great nation of ours, and and most of all, your continued service to our men and women who've worn the uniform and suffer from the kinds of conditions that you so eloquently described and explained today. And it's all about veterans helping veterans to reach that goal of getting better. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Bill. It's been an honor. All right. Thanks to all our listeners and supporters, and remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host Bill and our guest Andrew. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Be safe out there. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America.